0: My invitation this morning is to pay attention to how transitions can affect what we're calling our formal practice, (coughs) that just the activity of walking and getting to a place at a time to hear something that's supposed to mean something, to sitting down, to closing eyes, to being still. Maybe the noticing of expectation. Thoughts, plans, memories. Connecting to Maybe a noticing of the body that feels different than it did the last time you sat still. The change that happens. A new ache that's arisen. An old ache that you no longer feel. this constant stream of experience, information, phenomenon. That on retreat, especially by day four like this, we become much more acutely aware of Change is happening. Thoughts are happening. Sensations are happening. Sound, sight, movement, silence, space. We've spent days training our mind to pay attention, not only to know that something is happening, but even to know that knowing is happening. This is mindfulness, knowing that knowing is happening. And what I mean by that isn't that we are only watching, but we're aware that we're watching. We're aware that this body breathes. And that if we pay attention to that, it breathes in many ways. But this idea of paying attention to breathing settles us into the awareness of right now. This breathing is happening. We can make life and all that goes on with it very simple. Right now, I know that I'm breathing. Right now, I sense that my body, my form, is sitting on a cushion or a chair. This body has sensations. These sensations can lead me to the experience of pleasant or unpleasant or neither unpleasant or unpleasant immediate experience. I also sit here with this mind that thinks and this mind-body that has emotions. Not only are those happening, but I know that they are happening. These being the first three foundations of mindfulness. (coughs) Breathing and body. The feeling tones of pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral. And then the fact that thinking and feeling of emotions happens. And we sit here watching that and knowing that we're watching that. It is said in the Satipatthana Sutta that if we just do any one of those things it can lead to liberation. So when we sit, seeing if your attention is drawn to any of those places And also inviting the practice and possibility of going wherever your knowing is landing. So it might look like right now breathing is happening. And then hearing happens. And then a thought arises which may create a feeling tone which leads to a bodily sensation. Just allowing yourself to follow that stream of cause and effect. how each moment affects the next moment. if you're feeling a specific mood or have an overall mind state that's pulling you today see if you can actually sense that in the body how do you know that you are having this experience other than the mind telling you where else does it live how else does it move Maybe there's a lot of sleepiness or restlessness today. Maybe there's a real striving or drive to achieve something. Just noticing that, seeing how it plays itself out. What does it affect? How do you know? Maybe there's a deep sense of calm, equanimity, peacefulness. Allowing ourselves to pay attention to that, knowing that it's there. What happens to the mind when we know? What happens to the body when we know? Does our breathing change? So we're just watching the systems and the processes in play. How do we operate? There's really no need to intervene or change anything. Just seeing how closely you can observe the arising and passing of whatever phenomenon is occurring right now. And then right now. And then right now and just following the stream. knowing that in the full practice that we are holding everything is welcome whatever is arising is part of our mindfulness practice even if we don't like it we're just watching, seeing knowing not needing to be pulled or dragged around by any experience. It's just here. Here it is. Maybe the experience is clouding my view. Or maybe the experience is awakening my heart. Maybe it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever it is, is invited to be here. It's okay. when we pay close attention to the stream of events it gives us an opportunity to undo troubling states of mind and then it also gives us an opportunity to strengthen those things that are wholesome and skillful and wise So if you're experiencing states that feel very difficult, just letting yourself notice how thoughts feed each other, how bodily sensations feed thoughts, feed emotions, paying attention to that stream. Leading us out of ignorance of just being pulled by something, watching, paying attention. You're feeling in a very balanced state. Seeing how to allow that to thrive and cultivate. noticing it, being aware of when those wholesome states are here. to different experience feels like it makes the mind too busy just let yourself settle bring it back to simple breathing hands bottom on cushion sound utilizing the whole practice it does not need to be linear Using the practice as needed, restabilizing, resettling in breathing and body. Noticing the effects of that. Maybe when ready, moving back into the exploration of changing phenomenon. Use your wisdom here, what feels right and most useful to stay mindful and present. So I'm going to ring the bell in a minute and if you'd like to just keep your eyes closed that's fine. I'd like to read the some parts of the satipatthana sutta which satipatthana we've been using the term four foundations of mindfulness. Here that's the translation for the term satipatthana. Which is a very clearly laid out process, the classic core teachings from the Buddha of how to purify the mind, how to further deepen into freedom, to contemplate and understand how our mind works. So today, um, we opened the practice up more into the fourth foundation of mindfulness, which points to the idea of understanding how processes and systems work within this mind-body. When we're working with the first three, the body, the feeling tone, or Vedana, And the mind, those are a bit more single-pointed. We are looking at something directly, at one thing. Or in terms of the body, there's a few things that we can be looking at, but they're very focused in those areas. When we're looking at the Dhammas, which is what the fourth foundation of mindfulness is called, Dhammas, which can be translated in multiple ways, um, can mean truth, it can mean teachings. It can mean seeing things the way they are. I also heard it called stuff the other day. <laughs> so basically, dhammas is everything else other than breath and body, feeling tone, and thoughts and emotions. It holds everything else. So here we sit watching the process of how the mind unfolds everything else. How we hinder our mind, the greed, aversion, delusion. How this aggregate body of form and perception and consciousness affects us how we can walk the path of the Four Noble Truths, how the sense spheres are a gateway to awareness, and then these possibilities of the awakening factors when things are actually feeling quite well right now. All of those belong in the domain of the Dhammas, And so, when we watch our stream of experience, we will have many. So, the invitation is not to get too caught up or worried about what you're supposed to be doing or focusing on. Today, just really paying attention, knowing the knowing. So there's a translation of the part of the Mahasatipatthana Sutta. Just so you guys can see the classic core teaching and hear it. This is the one and the only way for the purification of beings. For overcoming sorrow and lamentation. For the cessation of physical and mental pain. For attainment of the noble paths, and for the realization of Nibbana. That is the four satipatthanas What are these four? Here, students, a student dwells perceiving again and again the body as just the body, not mine, not I, not self, but just phenomenon with diligence, clear understanding, and mindfulness, thus keeping away covetousness and mental pain of the world. They dwell perceiving again and again feelings, Vedana, as just feelings, not mine, not I, not self, but just as phenomena, with diligence, clear understanding, and mindfulness thus keeping away covetousness and mental pain in the world. They dwell perceiving, again and again, the mind, citta, as just the mind, not mine, not I, not self, but just phenomenon, with diligence, clear understanding, and mindfulness, thus keeping away covetousness and mental pain in the world. They dwell perceiving again and again, damas, as just damas, not mine, not I, not self, but just as phenomena, with diligence, clear understanding, and mindfulness, thus keeping away covetousness and mental pain in the world. So what I really love, oftentimes, when reading the suttas or just the teachings, as best we know, they were handed down. The Buddha actually really wasn't a self-help guru, you know. Vinny pointed to this last night. There was very much a very clear pointing in the direction of full liberation, full liberation, and then very clearly paths were laid out on how to go about that. And if anybody here has read any of the suttas, he gave many, many, many different teachings for different people at different times in different ways. It said there's 80,000 skillful means in the teachings. 80,000. So here we've laid out a few of those 80,000. And allowing your day today to be a practice of discovery and seeing if you can watch. Getting beyond just the I'm sad or I'm happy the overall mood, but seeing if you can see how and why each moment affects the next. How seeing affects your mind. How one of the hindrances affects your emotions. It's a really fun interplay. It's quite fascinating. So we have a couple minutes for... Questions. If anybody has anything pressing.
1: <laughs> I, I was kind of tagging. It was yeah. just kind of thought, pleasant feeling, unpleasant thought, pleasant image, unpleasant, and, I, and it it seemed to. I don't. Know, it wasn't necessarily the peace but I was worrying that I was getting a little bit. Um, and then you said something today when you said, "If you feel like your mind is getting overactive, I don't know how to know that. I don't. I don't know if that. I mean, it, it was helpful in that I wasn't getting lost in most of them. I was able to just kind of like notice, right. them, but I was worried that I was just getting a little too taggy."
0: Thank you. What they were saying is that yesterday, a lot, or maybe even this morning, noticing a lot of labeling, noting, labeling, noting every single process that was happening and how uh, that might have started to feel too taggy. (laughs) And that part of the instruction this morning about maybe settling back into something more stabilizing if the mind gets too busy um, was useful. Well, I, uh, the question, I guess, back at you, um, it seems like you kind of answered it for yourself, maybe, in recognizing that you have a choice, mm-hmm. that you can do that, and you found it somewhat helpful, is what I heard, to 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 note, and that it kept you from the proliferation process of the mind. Would that be accurate to say? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it, I, 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 I perceive myself as being really focused. Yeah. I mean, I was just really aware. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure what my fear is I guess my fear is that I'm um, just like I don't know that I'm like categorizing I, I do mean something when I say taggy even though it's such a weird word yeah it's just like that I'm overly um, just kind of uh, just two-dimensionalizing experience and just thinking right. into these things. pleasant unpleasant pleasant I'm just walking around all day like
0: pleasant unpleasant yeah unpleasant. yeah 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 no I, I, I... <laughs> Did, was everybody able to hear that anybody not able to okay Not able to. They're just noticing that there's really a lot of just labeling pleasant as unpleasant. This that this that this, and it feel it can feel. So, and we spoke about this yesterday, and I'll I'll just share it again. Um, At the beginning, when we're first learning our practice, it can feel like that, and it can be really useful. If it's driving you crazy, you know, like watching the overlying, you know, if then we're. This is a great. Way to demonstrate then if the hindrance of aversion just like overpowers you instead of the um, value of noticing moment-to-moment awareness, notice the hindrance. This is really aversive. Noticing how that constant labeling led you into another experience. And maybe it didn't. uh, So this is where... um, We get to play with the unfolding and movement of the process. But, and I think it's really useful and helpful to maybe be a little bit uncomfortable with the noting practice until we build some continuity that feels um, more comfortable. Now that's me. I tend to be a, a stickler. You know, I'm sort of like, let's get it done. Let's be clear. Um, It's not always, you know, the preferred, the preferred way. So if if the alternative is to maybe take a step back and be a little more gentle and allow yourself to restabilize back into something, I know for you, you said it's hands, or it was three days ago. (laughs) Um, Then uh, then do that, and because this the satipatthana to the best of my understanding, is not linear. It's not like, okay, we're going to do this first, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. We get to utilize all of it um, and pay attention to all of it. So I don't know if that's helpful. Um, it doesn't sound like you're doing anything wrong, and it doesn't even sound like you're that uncomfortable with it. Thank you, that
1: is helpful. I already feel more continuity today than I did yesterday. Okay. So Okay. I'll, I'll
0: be watching it. thank you. Okay, thank you. Yes?
1: Um, during my practice, sometimes when thoughts arise, and you know, sometimes, or been told them, kind of follow them and see where they go and see what happens, whenever I start doing that labeling or that, that um it's <laughs> they disappear, in a way. Mm-hmm. Just like, I interrupt them in a way and then I'm like, okay, back to the breath, super quickly. I'm just wondering if that's like, is that what I sh- should be doing? Like going back right. to the breath right when the thought appears? Because it's hard for me to then, like, remembering or memory and then
2: follow that. Mm-hmm. Then I, I don't know, maybe I'm
0: just drawing myself. Mm-hmm. So they were noticing that um, when a thought arises and noticing that the thought is there, bringing it down into sensation and, and more of a body-centered practice... And the moment they did that, noticing that suddenly the phenomenon was gone, it passed, so maybe it's too much of a pulling away from present-time experience of the thought that might need to be investigated further. Is that accurate? Uh, Yes, that does happen. And that's part of why Noah was pointing to it yesterday, that sometimes when we're using just... breathing practice, it can actually be sort of a bypass. It's a way to not actually be in experience, but to pull ourselves out of experience all the time. So, you know, I'm of two minds of that. One is that it's really important when we're beginning a practice to stabilize and to find a foundation, even if it means pulling ourselves out of thoughts and really building something that Feels firm. Now other people, teachers I know feel differently about that. This is how I feel. From there we can sort of explore out. And when you when you notice something and then you move into the body, is there a sensation, a sensation that arises in the body with that?
1: No, it's mostly that like, let's say I was remembering a memory, I'll say like remembering, and then mm-hmm. like label that. And then mm-hmm. immediately once I do that, I'll be like, okay
0: go back
1: to the breath so then it stops the memory from
0: uh, yeah so what they're saying is the second they label remembering in the mind it just goes away and coming back to the breath I don't know that feels totally fine to me do do you do either of you have um, where I would say where we lose present time awareness is it's okay to actually now that we've opened up into the fourth foundation Allow yourself, see if you can. It's hard to do. But recognizing a thought as it arises, noticing the middle of that thought, noticing the passing of that thought. So you can now, in this foundation, stay with a thought. I mean, we kind of opened up through that yesterday, too. Stay with the thought, if you can, and stay mindful at the same time.
2: But don't get lost
0: in it. Try. <laughs> yeah, I have something to add, Joe. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: Um, I love the question and where I would put my attention is in the tone in which you go back to the breath and it feels like you're yanking it a bit you know like go back to the breath you know so we don't want to use this kind of cattle dog mentality of like you know <laughs> <laughs> you know breath good thoughts bad you know uh, you know We want to just kind of like, something does happen when we label. Something does kind of pop when uh, we see thought is thought or memory is memory. There is a breaking of the identification and the seduction of the story. So it's very natural for it to kind of evaporate and die a natural death, right? So we want to be able to have room for that. But it really is, uh, for me, in the tone in which I return. It's not that I have to get back to the breath because that's the only place mindfulness lives. It's just, oh wow, look at how these keep evaporating when I see them clearly and don't get caught in the content of them. So we can know them without getting lost in their content. So I just want to add that piece.
0: And that makes me think it also gives us the opportunity to see how unimportant sometimes <laughs> those thoughts are. You know, if they evaporate that quickly, it's like, oh yeah, that's what a thought is. Mm-hmm. It's this fleeting bubble. Thanks. We are, um, we're out of time. We have second groups of interviews today. Uh, there was a request for more eating meditation instructions so if you can show up for the 12 o'clock sit does that sound okay Um, we'll do more eating meditation instructions there